This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. And we are here for you to talk about, first of all, the first day of Prince Harry's trial. Hey there, Dawn. Oh, uh, wait. There are five trials, or there are five cases. There's no? so much going on. Oh, my it's God. It's written. It's legal. Which uh, one do we go? Uh, oh, my God. I... There's a lot of trials going on. There are trials and tribulations with Prince Harry. These involve the paparazzi, I assume. Bradley, what's the... I mean, I do know, but please Pretend you tell don't us. know for okay. the sake of this segment. Because yeah. here's the story, kids. Uh, Prince Harry and some other people, actually, are taking a bunch of tabloids to court. And we've heard about Harry and trials and things, but I imagine, much like the rest of the world, dear audience, you have other things to do, so maybe you haven't kept as close an eye right. on Prince Harry's case. In fact, cases against the tabloids. But it's significant today because today kicks off, and frankly, because they're ahead of us by somewhat six hours. Six hours. Um, this has already happened. Today it was already, tomorrow is yesterday right now right they're in the which future. means that they have already had today so <laughs> harry this was the first. how did they get to have today first it is That's they're not having fair. dinner right now y'all they always get to go first okay anyway today was the first day of one of the trials by the way there's like five in total but really there's only three still up in the air that we need to talk about but this right. one we'll get to that but this one uh, and we can talk specifics in a moment. But this one began today. We thought Prince Harry could be in court today, but certainly is alleged or not alleged is reported to be taking the stand tomorrow, which is really later today. Gotcha. Tonight, because again, tonight? in the future, my okay. point is Tuesday, he is scheduled to take the stand for sure uh, in this trial against uh, the tabloids or a group of the tabloids. Okay, so that's roughly where we're at. The news today, though, is, hey, why wasn't he in court? I mean, it's the first day of the trial mm-hmm. today. Yes, he's going to testify tomorrow, but he, this is his case, man. Can he just show up for the thing? Oh, you mean all the time? Well, yeah, like you're you're suing 
Sure. So can't you show up for the trial? And apparently, apparently he was gonna be there. What's the hold up? <sighs> Don't tell me paparazzi because that's why he's in court. No. In fact, it's because it was his daughter's birthday yesterday. Oh, okay. And you'll remember, uh, I think Lilibet, I don't know if her birthday was yesterday or they celebrated it yesterday, but anyway, he couldn't leave until yesterday. And so he got in late, I believe. And so his attorney was like, yeah, this is kind of tricky because, you know, he doesn't live here anymore. Long story. Um. Yeah, she turned. Yeah, no, it was yesterday. She turned two a little bit. I can't Aww. believe she's already two. That little, that stinker, little child is you little just growing up before our <laughs> eyes. But um, even the judge was a little ticked off. He was like, "Okay, dudes, um, where's Harry?" Oh God! Because what the judge had allegedly told Harry was, "I know you're not testifying till Tuesday, but if we get through things quickly on Monday, I'd like you to make yourself available so that we can take testimony." Okay. On Monday, if we need to, that didn't happen. So the judge said he was a little less than happy but they about knew it in advance that he wasn't going to be there on the first day. Well, no, the judge didn't, which is why he said he was oh, okay. a little surprised that Harry was not in court on Monday. Okay. I will say the mirror groups attorneys, because that's who uh, this particular case is against mirror group. You would know such delightful such titles ass. as the Daily Mirror, et cetera. Their lawyers, uh, his name's Andrew. Andrew is not amused, of course, because he's, you know, the defendant's attorney. Okay. He accused Harry's team of wasting their time and the time of the court. How dare he? And he was probably wearing one of them wig, <laughs> wig things, you know. Oh. Because they get to wear fun clothes. They get to wear costumes. Basically drag. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's like, listen. Uh, legal drag or courtroom drag. Anyway, so that's why Harry wasn't in court today. Lilibet had a birthday. I do love, though, that the reason that he didn't get to court on time was because he was taking care of family. Like, you just know that that drives, like, the mirror group attorneys nuts because it's like, even even in the moment where they could have had him, like, he doesn't take this case very seriously. He didn't even show up. Well, why didn't he show up? His daughter's birthday party? Oh, okay, well... That means he's a good dad. Yeah. Right. So like this whole thing is about a thing. Right. And we can talk about what these cases are really about, specifically a bunch of articles published between the 90s and the late 2000s and why he's choosing to sue them right now. But despite that, like the actual case, there's also this court of public opinion. And in the court of public opinion, I mean, this just helps Harry's claim, right? Because this is all in part about taking back the narrative, taking back the control for Harry. Absolutely. And not only that, but you invaded his privacy and he had to leave for the sake of his family. So it just reinforces that family is important to him. And I would like to point out... yeah. That he missed his son's birthday. Did he get there that day at the very end of the day? But he already missed his son's birthday to go yeah. to the coronation. Well, because family, right? Because right. he wanted to be there for his dad. So I, all these things are part and parcel of the same narrative, I think, that you know makes Harry seem a dutiful son. Right. And a dutiful family member, a husband, and a father. These are all things that are going to play in his favor. Now, do you know, uh, this is just a really casual aside, and then we can maybe talk more about the specifics of this particular trial, which, again, one of the trials uh, that Harry, or one of the cases that Harry has brought against tabloids began today. He'll be testifying tomorrow. 
another put a pin in that tomorrow will mm. be the first time in like 100 years that a royal has testified in open court or Whoa. in court. We'll get to that. But as a an aside, I just had this thought of like, Harry, it's the, the narrative has been like the people who hate him say, look what he did to his family. And, you know, look what that's what a terrible thing to do to your dad and your grandma mm-hmm. and your family and leave them all behind when really, yes, there's like this whole family drama. Right. But we've learned about it from the book and like what his perspective is. Every family has drama. But for a, the large part, nobody is talking about I shouldn't say nobody largely in this conversation. When you think about Harry, you're not thinking about the tabloids. Right. Most people, I think, are thinking about Harry in terms of. Harry versus his family. Right, which is not, yeah. Which is cleverly how the media characterizes it. it. Yes. Because then they don't have the eyes of the world on them. Exactly. Whereas this trial seems to want to refocus attention on the real problem here, which is the tabloid media, which, by the way, the reason they're on trial is because they were beg borrowing and stealing, euphemistically, metaphorically. To get dirt on not just Harry, but all sorts of people, literally and including, but not limited to, did those words make any sense? Yes. Including, but not limited to hiring a private investigator to get some nasty details. Exactly. And and doing illegal things like tapping people's phones, you know, getting yeah. their info and listening to conversations and stealing that. Yeah. And then lying. Which has been a huge scandal in the UK and a lot of people have already paid millions of dollars and a lot of people have already been held accountable, but... But largely, I think, again, the narrative is still like, oh, Harry, he's just an ungrateful, rich person who left his family when they needed him most. Uh, Yeah. And I don't know what they needed from him other than to just not create a scandal. But other than that, if you read the book Spare, you realize from Harry's perspective that a lot of these stories about him had been planted by family members. Yeah. Or well, but but that was the staff of family this is the, the curious thing, though. This is where I think this trial and these trials against the tabloids are important because he really did think his friends were selling him out yeah. when, in fact, no private investigators or reporters or people who were doing bad deeds were like hacking their phones, yes. hacking emails and getting all sorts of information that he thought only people close to him right. would know. And therefore he couldn't like, so think about how maniacal that is. You think you can't trust anyone around you when in fact he could, but the media was actually, you know, there's a whole story about Camilla and we can go there. But what I'm talking about is literally the media was working to get information without having to have sources. Right. And that was the like underhanded stuff they were doing, which the effect of that was to make him distrust those close to him. So you wonder, or I should say rather, it is no wonder then that he would be super um, suspicious of his actual family right, because and he's like, friends how are and these everyone around pictures him. getting out. Like what, you know, I smoked pot at a party or whatever. Like who leaked that picture? But or... if you hack someone's phone, you don't need to get them as a source, right? No, not at all. No. And Can... just a lot of other illegal things that you might not be aware of. That's why they're on trial. Yeah. Yeah. So again, first day today, which was really yesterday, but that's tomorrow there now. <laughs> Tuesday in the United Kingdom, he will take the stand 
Yes. And we'll talk about it, I'm sure. Remember how I said also it's been like 100 years? Right. It What's was that King about? Edward, which I'm trying to remember. King Edward VII. I think that's Harry's. Well, let's see. That King Edward would uh, be his. That would be the son of Queen Victoria, which means maybe the Queen's grandfather, which would make that Harry's great great grandfather. I don't know. It's been that long. 1890, I think, was the last time a royal had been or who testified in open court. Wow. And it was about a. Yeah, what was it about? It was about a. Somebody shot a pheasant? Adultery scandal. Okay. That involved one of his friends. Oh. And he testified, I think. Okay. If I remember correctly. Anyway, it's been that long. That's how buttoned up these people are and how willing to, or uh, averse of being on trial. But this just shows you how, you know, different and unique Prince Harry uh, <laughs> has become yes. within his family. Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, I hope that we get information. Well, what's good about this is that as you pointed out it's six hours ahead so we'll get information for you yeah by the, the time, time you show, show up starts. tomorrow hopefully we'll have some words for you yeah tomorrow will be over for them yes tomorrow's tomorrow, court proceedings tomorrow here tomorrow is there it is there tomorrow later it's yeah it's but tomorrow, tomorrow later yeah. yeah and right now in england it's today but later yeah so it's it's today it's tonight it's six it's tonight it's dinner time <laughs> i know what they're they having having? dinner i don't know but again i think that's really rude that they just always get to go first <laughs> don't you think well, like every we, we had to split away if they want to do everything first and then we do the better thing later then that's just our prerogative but what right? if we just subtract Oh no! I guess still the world doesn't revolve around. The We'd America. have to talk to the sun. Yeah, and not the tabloid, the, the actual sun, <laughs> to see which way it. Because that's yeah. what it's all about, man. It is. It is. So, unfortunately, <laughs> we sound real smart now. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't just have everything they always get up early. they're always going to get up before we do. I it's know it isn't fair. We're just lazy. Okay, hey, when we come back. <laughs> Mike got up early to collect all the latest from Hollywood so that he could share Dirt Alert when we return right here on My Talk. Minute First Equity. It's Don McLean for Olivia Way Control Centers. The unofficial start of summer is here, you guys. Whether you're heading to the beach or if you're just having summer barbecues uh, and you want things to be more fun, you're always out and about at ballparks. Well, we want you to feel your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days because they are limited. So join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and you get eight All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
weeks free. That is a great offer. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. And I actually lost um, 10 pounds in my first two weeks with Livia. And I lost over 30 pounds with Livia five years ago. And I've kept the weight off because of the resources they have. And I received help from the Livia team. So please um, give them a call, 855-GO-LIVIA. Or you can uh, go to Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Say, I heard this from Don McLean on my talk, and you will get eight weeks free when you mention me. Far E-E. This is a my talk dirt alert. Oh, we have all the latest in Hollywood and in entertainment with the Dirt Alert and Mike. Hello. We've got a uh, big weekend for uh, the box office. In fact, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse expected to do 80 to 90 million. Mm. How about 120.5? Yes. Wow. It yes. absolutely crushed. We knew from those preview numbers that there was a good chance it was going to blow out expectations out of the water, and that's exactly what it did. Again, 120.5 million dollars that easily topped the weekend's box office 40 million for uh, the little mermaid boogeyman was actually next guardians mm. of the galaxy 3 and then fast 10 already falling to number five weird what? so there was a lot of initial zeal and then bye. and the initial zeal was not maybe as even good as they were originally hoping or oh. as much as the other fast series are so maybe the uh you know fast fatigue has starting to set in and super yeah. mario brothers was around that time as well right so maybe the well, people the, interested in that fast x was only or fast 10 was only three weeks ago oh so it's dropped quick oh yeah yes. and actually to be passed by guardians of the galaxy is pretty notable because that came out two weeks before fast yeah. Gotcha. So it's uh, it yeah. says maybe the audience is not as, mm-hmm. but that's totally understandable. Sure. That thing's maybe they been around for a hundred years. That's right. There yeah, you go. The, it's all people in the senior centers. <laughs> I've been there right. from the beginning, right? Exactly. And I found this interesting because, of course, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, that's the animated one. It's a different, well, it, it explores a bunch of different universes, as you'll understand, by the Spider-Verse. But Tom Holland was asked about his thoughts on that movie. Now, he plays the current live-action Spider-Man in the MCU. He said this is his favorite Spider-Man of all time. Yeah, a lot he- of people have that um that opinion yeah Mm. he absolutely loves the storytelling and one cool thing about animation is you can get away with introducing some bigger characters or having some big name characters all being a part of it without having to really you know do the whole hiring a massive star to play those people exactly so it's also why the lego movie was so cool because all of a sudden like batman and all these people are teaming up with (laughs) each other and superman pops out of nowhere and you're like wait it's just a lego version feel like wouldn't it be nice though if you had like a big movie like that no one would go see it with like really good actors who nobody knew yeah, yeah. right you just kind of feel for like people who are like i would Voice be a actors great who spider-man want to get roles right? Yeah. right but they're like oh we could make so much more money with famous actors <laughs> true speaking of studios and famous actors big news over the weekend the writers guild of america and the sag are congratulating the directors guild of america on reaching an agreement with the studios wow they Next. reached an agreement this i is, didn't see that yeah this is the directors, directors. Guild. Yes. yeah the, right mm-hmm. i'm saying but like the poor writers are like yeah. congrats yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the writers and and again the uh, screen actors guild also uh, congratulating but they did go in to say uh, duncan uh, crabtree ireland the executive director of the SAG after basically said our bargaining strategy has never relied on or depended on the outcome or status of any other union's negotiations, nor do we subscribe to that philosophy in terms of making a deal based on what the other unions do. So they basically are saying congratulations. That has nothing to do with us, but congrats. Yeah. 
So, but it has to make their job a little harder. That is the writers yeah. when you've got the directors like, oh, we've already got a deal, mm-hmm. and oh, we were able to oh, make yeah. a deal with the directors. What's your problem? Exactly. So that's a, I mean, good, but also, yeah. yeah. And Tom Cruise has a little bit of a problem. He's upset. A little problem? What's he upset about? I thought he was always happy and joyful. He's upset because normally when Tom Cruise wants something, he gets his way. Well, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 comes out on July 12th and will be in most IMAX theaters. The problem is... Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer comes out on the 21st and will be in all of the IMAX theaters. Oh, oh, and no. that means Cruz is going to be getting bumped out of a lot of them. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. That's big news. It is big news. Uh, according to a source, and again, take it what you want, but it says uh, he is not cool with that. He's been complaining loudly to the Paramount execs about it, and he's very frustrated that uh, Mission Impossible oh, Dead Reckoning Part 1 is going to get bumped by Oppenheimer. <sighs> this is where you don't want to be a movie studio executive. Yeah, mm. and you're like, oh, you're just having a uh, meeting with someone and they're like, oh my God, it's Tom Cruise again. I can't uh, pick Mr. it up. Cruise on oh, line no, four. I don't want Bob. to. Can you take that call, Bob? I don't want to. Well, Bob, he's going to keep calling until you pick up the phone. I know, but can you just tell him I'm in the toilet? <laughs> One moment. Not using it. I'm literally in it. Just leave me alone. And you're yeah. going to be in the toilet if you don't take Tom Cruise. Uh, I'm call. scared to go to work now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I mean, you'll see a helicopter. Like you'll just hear the helicopter. Oh at my first. god! And then he'll be uh, rappelling outside the helicopter yeah, like, your window. Well, you won't even know it till it's too late. But you will just hear a faint hum of helicopter noise getting louder, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, pop, pop, he's on your roof. Yeah, Tom Cruise. You see him dangling on a wire, and hey, then Bob! he just starts swinging back and forth, forth and then crashes through take your my window. Call now! We really went there, didn't we, Mike? You did. You went all in, and I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, Oppenheimer should really get what they're paid. Uh, uh, Put us back to work. Oppenheimer, by the way, uh, we did now get the official runtime. We had speculation of where it was going to be. Oh, it was upwards at three? He said it was going to be nearing, I think he said touching three hours, and he also said it was going to be longer than his previous longest, which was uh, 2.45. Three hours and nine seconds. So it's, it's going to be okay. over three. Like you couldn't just you lap could. off. You've got to be able to say over three hours. Mm. Now you can with those extra nine seconds. You must seconds. get like a tax credit or something <laughs> if it's like over three hours. We should get a break in between. Yeah. I you agree. know, honestly, and give a, us a break. Let us go to the concession stand. <laughs> Let us go to the bathroom for 15 minutes. They did that with Hamlet. Yeah. Mm. Did they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, long time ago okay. there you go and uh moving on uh beetlejuice 2 if you were worried about okay what are they going to do with a sequel this long in uh, this long afterwards well michael keaton according to an interview says if you're skeptical about it don't be he and tim burton were determined to make this as close as they did the first phone as far as a theme and everything about it and he says according to michael keaton this is the most fun he's had working on a movie in a very long time oh i'm so excited oh, bunch really of ad-libbing like bunch of just making stuff up as they go improvising riffing and just just uh, literally handmade stuff like people creating things with their hands and building something special. Wow. And again, that is expected to hit theater September 6th of 2024. So okay. got a little bit of a wait. Well, that's fine. I'll wait. There you go. And uh, <laughs> finally here, uh, speaking of building something, and we were talking about Oppenheimer, of course, the other big film coming out that same weekend uh, is the Barbie movie. And Barbie caused a paint shortage. 
I heard about this, the color pink. <laughs> the fluorescent pink that they used on the set for Barbie Land, according to uh, Greta Gerwig speaking out, saying the world ran out of pink. They used so much of that type of paint that Roscoe, the paint company, did say and confirmed that because of that and the pandemic, they ran out of the materials needed to continue to make that paint color. Wow. Oh. So, there you go. That's crazy. That's a lot of pink. It is a lot of pink. What did Pepto-Bismol do? They had nausea, heartburn, indigestion, I bet. And diarrhea. Oh, I wish I was closer to that button, Mike. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. You got any blind items back uh, there? I'm sure I can find some. Let's do some blind items yeah. when we come back right here. On- the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And now it's time for Juicy Bits of Gossip with the names left out. Blinded by the item. It's a, oh, juicy. That's, that's juicy. Yeah. I'll just get that shiver. Yeah. Um, we're going to start things off with a nice little, you know, we'll just put the ball in the tee for you and give you a nice easy one to get into it on a Monday morning. I think. Oh, I like this permanent A-list singer fired anyone and everyone who was working on her social media. It means it's just her now with no filter. This should get interesting. Britney Spears. Oh, yep. okay. She just fired everyone on her team? According to NT Okay, lawyer. fill in the blanks here. I mean, yes, uh, filling, <laughs> filling, in the, uh, filling in the blanks. Uh, Britney Spears apparently fired anyone and everyone who was working on her social media. It is just her now oh. with no filter. I see. Well, that so. would explain the butt. There was like a butt post that disappeared mm-hmm. recently. It doesn't seem like there's anything too out of the ordinary yet, though. This could get interesting. It could get interesting because I really didn't know that there were people running her social media. I was under the impression that it was either just her or somebody that had control and she had no idea. Mm. That's your time. I mean, that's the time that we've had swirling, that this is Jamie or this isn't her. But now she had people hired to do it. So was she just doing like voice to text? Like, this is what I want to say about this. And then they just. Maybe they had like a, a Dropbox and she just uploaded it to the Dropbox. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but something tells me, I don't feel like she's very tech savvy. <laughs> so, Why would you think that? <laughs> just call it a hunch. I just feel like. That's this why is... she needs to have her kids around more. Yeah. So that they can so teach her. That they can teach her. Say, okay, how to be don't on post this social picture media of your more. ass. Okay, mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, please. That, you know, that's true, actually. I think the more she would have her kids around, the better she would feel about posting all that stuff. Right. Not that you, a woman can't post whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah. But I just. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you have to consider but how I, it's going to affect your kids. You I, should. Yeah. I, Men and, or women. And I don't want to shame her unnecessarily for that, but I just think that she would. You'd have a different relationship with social media if you had your kids undertow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Underfoot. That's right. All right. Should we do another one? Blinded by the item. The actor slash director gets yelled at by his wife each day until he goes and makes his pap walk. At this point, she's almost having to pay the paps to show up because the pictures sell for so little. <gasps> oh, who could this be? Okay, actor, director. That's so many. Actor, director. so doing pap walks. But he's like hounded into doing it by his controlling wife. That's Those are your words, but yeah. Um, is she also an actress or uh, actor? 
Yep. She oh. is. Okay. Is she also a singer? Yep. Oh. Is this Ben and Jen? Yep. Oh, darn! <laughs> I just didn't want to yeah. jump to conclusions. Fill in the blanks. She does a little bit of everything, at least in her mind. Um, the uh, Ben Affleck apparently gets yelled at by J-Lo every morning until he makes his pap walk. At this point, uh, she's having to almost call the uh, paps to show up because the pictures are selling for so little. Oh, gosh. Nobody cares anymore, apparently. Well, that means that you're doing too many of them. It's like Beanie Babies. Stop it. Yeah. Stop yeah. It. It's just... I listened to a really good episode of the Dakota Ring podcast wherein... Mm-hmm. They talked about the story of the Beanie Babies, and it was very eye-opening. Aha. Uh-huh. And I think that at a certain point, Ben and Jen could take a lesson from Beanie Babies. Yes. And the maniacal guy behind them, by the way, who's also super creepy. Uh, ooh. Yeah, wow. it gets real uncomfortable. Okay. You might have to tell us that story Takes sometime. Takes advantage of women. Uh, but back to Ben and Jen. Um, so he's going to Duncan to get his donkeys. <laughs> Is that what he's most of the time doing? So people are like, we don't want that picture. So then she has to show up to make them care. That's what I'm I'm getting what you're saying, Mike. I, I, maybe, perhaps. Okay. okay. Or it could just be he has a deal with Duncan, and that's why he's doing all these walks, and True. she doesn't. I don't also, can I just, I'm so not cut out for this life. What? <laughs> the oh. life of celebrities. Oh, oh yeah. Like, you just bought a $65 million home for cash. Mm-hmm. What else do you need? Exactly. What so you're saying that, that need? they need to keep their celebrity up there and high in people's, you know. Yeah, go away in, for in a their while. mind. Just at least a couple weeks. Well, because I think that actually long term for your celebrity does great things. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess, you know, the zillennials out there would disagree and they would argue you need to be in people's face 24-7. Right. But I just feel like they're at a point now where, wouldn't that just feel like an, a chore? A suffocating pressure right. to perform. Like, you got to go get your donkeys again, Ben. <laughs> I know. What if he doesn't like donkeys? Oh, <laughs> how is that possible? But maybe he's trying to, like, you know, not have so many donkeys so he can <laughs> get into a film role. Yeah. Like, what if he has to be shirtless and he's like, well, Oh, does he like donkeys? the sugar donkeys? Uh, are there non-sugar donkeys? Well, yeah, I mean, you could just do coffee. Oh, right. Sure. Iced coffee. Yeah. But he probably does the, his, I think, are a very caramel color. So that would indicate there's a lot of milk product. <laughs> are you zooming in on his donkey? <laughs> well, I don't, I, I mean, Hard like, not it's not a cold brew situation is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Let's do another one. Alrighty, this foreign-born A-list singer got a restraining order against a celebrity ex. He was sending naked photos of her to all their mutual friends. <gasps> what? I love this story, foreign-born but not because of singer. what he did. But this Foreign, just seems- yeah, this foreign-born A-list singer got a restraining order against a celebrity ex. He was sending naked photos of her to all their mutual friends. Foreign. Oh, oh. Oh. What? Is this Avril Lavigne? Nope. In my- so if I'm going to I'm going to uh, ask some clarifying questions. Sounds good. Is she does she have a lot of money? Um yeah, I mean, yeah, she's she has like a lucrative she's an A-list singer. Side does she have a lucrative side hustle? Not that I'm aware of, no. Okay, so it's not Rihanna. No. Okay, mm. not that. One. 
Mm-hmm. <sighs> and this is an ex, you said? Uh, the foreign-born A-list singer uh-huh. got a restraining order against a celebrity ex. Okay, so he is not a singer. So celebrity ex would indicate maybe like reality or music or sports? Or just uh, adjacent to celebrities. Oh, she's that big. Liza Minnelli. <laughs> oh, she's born here. <laughs> Uh, the the ex is adjacent to other celebrities besides her. Okay. But like he just stands close to them like, hey guys, can we well, take a photo? <laughs> I guess he also does some acting, but he's also maybe next to them because they were, uh, they grew up together because they're siblings. <gasps> oh. A celebrity oh. sibling who dated a an foreign, foreign born A-list born. Oh. singer. Yep. Okay. Oh, is this um, is this a Madden? What's okay. a Madden? Benji, uh, the twins, Good Charlotte. You know um, Benji Madden, and the other one. <laughs> okay, Mary I'm gonna to... focus on guessing the for the A list foreign born sounds singer. good singer. Focus on that. Was she is she British? Uh, yes, uh, yes. Interesting. Now, did we know that they dated? Um, oh, yeah. And in fact, we talked about this couple like uh, last week or oh, week before. Oh, Because oh, of uh, oh. some sour grapes. It's not Mel. Mm-mm. B? Nope. Not A-list. Mm. Sour grapes. Mm. Sour grapes. Okay. Who's got I'm sour just grapes? I'm going through their, my list here. Okay. Foreign-born sour grapes. Let's just think of this person showed up with somebody else, and the for and the ex was like, "I don't like that. I'm gonna go tell everybody about it on social media and say some stupid stuff." Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh shoot. It's oh god. Dua Lipa. Yeah. There you there go. There you go. Oh. And of course, Dua Lipa's ex is oh a oh. relative with some oh. Uh, not a Hadid, Anwar Hadid. Oh, yes, there you go. <gasps> yes, nicely thank you. done. Oh, I knew I, I had it in there somewhere. I had that as a blind item once. <laughs> Anwar Hadid, and I didn't even remember. Well, <laughs> okay. Filling in the blanks. Uh, apparently, Dua Lipa had to get a restraining order against Anwar Hadid because uh, he's been sending naked photos of her to all their mutual friends. Oh my gosh, people Just turn gross. so weird yeah, sometimes. They really just get so infuriated, and then you go. Well, I dodged that bullet, didn't I? Yeah. Right? Or did you? If yeah. you're dropping your nudies. Nudies. Nudies with your donkeys. Donkeys. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which special. You... Okay, I'm just going to stop us before we get really... But we're not done because we have more blind items. Do you want to go deeper? Yeah. Okay, Um, let's go deeper. Mike, you ready for that? I'm ready to go deeper. Let's okay. do it. Let's do that when we come I back. Don't right? like this. I don't either. I'm just going to walk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. We are continuing our blind items segment right now with our blind items double down. Double down! Blinded by the item. Okay, I have got a story for you. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm to figure out who I'm talking about. Okay. This actress, born to an A list musician, was caught totally off guard, shocked. By her actor husband's verdict. <gasps> She's not sure she'll ever see him again. Oh, my lord. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Let's see here. All right. So um, Mike looks yeah. like he might know, but let's, uh, Dawn, I'd like you to try to see if you can put these pieces together because we talked about this recently. Okay. Again, you're looking for an actress. Now, I didn't put any lists because I don't really think, first of all, she would list. Oh, okay. So. Now, so the, for... uh, the husband, he's probably like, what, a B-lister? Okay. Maybe actor. Anyway, you're looking for an actress who was born to an A-list musician. Okay. She was caught off guard. Shocked! By her actor husband's verdict. She's afraid she will never see him again. Uh-oh, he's going to jail. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, that's where I need to focus because I know this story. Yeah, you do. I yeah. do. I probably even brought it up. I don't, I don't know if you Maybe brought it up, not. but we've been talking about it. Mike, do you want to give her a hint? Um, he is B-list, but is part of a long-running show. He's known oh, yeah. for one particular long-running yeah. show. Good oh, point. okay. Um, a long, well, I won't say a long time ago, but it was. Yeah, I mean, it was 20 years a couple ago. decades ago, yeah. Exactly. Oh, 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 Danny Masterson. Yeah. Yes! Okay, Honey, he, thank goodness. Okay, and... Um, thank you. An actress, who is he married to, who is the daughter of an A-list musician? Um, it's not Zoe Kravitz. No, um, no, we talked about her uh, uh, when we when we talked about this story. We confused her with a woman who has a very similar name. Oh, okay. We'll probably be talking about later who is too. not bored or lazy. <laughs> oh, okay. Her first name would indicate she is neither bored nor oh, lazy. Oh, okay. Oh, um, this is. It's not Busy Phillips. No, nope. correct. That's it's who we thought it was. Bizu. Not Bizu. <laughs> Close. No, that would be French for kisses. Bijou. Bijou. Bijou Phillips. Okay, let me fill in the blanks. Bijou Phillips was caught off guard when Danny Masterson was found guilty. Shocked! Yeah, she gasped in the courtroom Uh. along with the rest of the family. So the story, according to a source close to the actress, although her people haven't responded, which makes you wonder then why our sources talk, whatever. Well, anyway, sources are her people. Exactly. Uh, we know that last Wednesday, Danny Masterson was found guilty on two counts of rape and likely faces 30 years to life in prison. Now, they had been married since 2011. Oh. According to the source, she was not prepared for the verdict. Quote, she never expected him to be found guilty. She couldn't believe that he was taken into custody right away and remanded. That's what happens. Terrified about, well, this shows you the level of denial. And do you wonder, or are you surprised that Bijou and or Danny would be in denial? Um, because of one interesting connection to this case. Oh, um, because he was on that 70s show. Oh, Scientology. Yes, queen. Okay. Yes. So, um, this just makes me wonder about the connection to Scientology that they would be so disconnected. Right. From like, what did you think was going to happen? Did you not think that? Well, she doesn't believe the women. Yeah. That's the problem. And I, I did go, or I didn't go deep, but I went to Wikipedia because mm. I needed to understand why do I confuse Bijou Phillips and, and Thank you. Phillips? I thought they were the same person. I'll be honest so with you. I. And is, I had no idea that like they the were the daughter of like, 
uh, Wilson Phillips? Yes, but no, 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 okay. John Phillips. So, John but John Phillips. Phillips is also the dad of Wilson. Well, of uh, not Wilson Phillips. Um, <laughs> what's her name? The Phillips. China yeah. Phillips. China, China Phillips. There you go. Um, and I just wanted to pull this up so that I speak correctly. Okay, great. Because I'm very interested. I honestly had confused the two people for a long time, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Um, because, and now I, I can't, whatever. Anyway, from what I remember, yes, he they don't have the same mom, right? I don't believe so, no. I think she was like a later spouse. Genevieve okay. Waite, maybe? Yes. Yep, okay. There you go. Um, anyway, so... That's how I was getting them confused. Although I think most people are more familiar with Busy Phillips, but she has no connection to John She's Phillips. She's just from... Uh, She's like from the Midwest, I think. Yeah, and she was in... Um, She's was from Oak Park, Chicago. She was the Freaks one... Freaks and Geeks or Days and Confused? Or am I really now confusing it? She was Dawson's Creek, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks, yeah. White Chicks was a big one, too, that she was in. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. She's not that into you. okay. And then, of course, she's got Busy Tonight, that talk show, which I think a lot of people remember her from. Right. Anyway. That's my blind item. Okay. Okay. Deep. All look. right. I've got one, too. Okay. By the item. This A-list, Oscar-winning former child star actress has had the karma boomerang come back to her. She met her husband on set of their 2010 movie while he was living with a serious girlfriend now he's cheating with a 25-year-old French woman. Oh, my God. This is, wow. There are so many things here. A lot too of much. A lot of unpacking. Okay. Let's, so, no, it's good. It's, A-list Oscar-winning mm-hmm. former child star actress. Okay. And what's she doing? Well, um, she had the karma boomerang come back at her because her current husband, she met him when he was seeing someone else, and she mm. met him on the set of and a 2010 movie. now he's with a French movie. lady. Now he is cheating on her with a French woman who's 25. Can I ask some clarifying questions? Absolutely. Do you like her? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So it's not Drew Barrymore. <laughs> she um, once played a queen? She once played a queen, haven't they all? I mean, I have. Uh, she, is she British? No. That might throw you off saying that she that she played a queen. A what queen that is not on Earth. Oh, oh. like an alien queen? Oh, queen is this like... mm. Oh, is it Kate Hudson? Or not Kate Hudson. Uh, who's uh, Queen Amidala? Uh, she was a child star. Who's Queen Amidala from Star Wars, Mike? I've... What's her name? I always get her mixed up with, with Kate Hudson. Is not Kate Hudson. Um, Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. Yes, Natalie yes, Portman. Yes, okay, yes, gotcha. yes, Natalie yes, Portman. Yes. Okay, go. here is the story. So, um, rumor has it, and these are very strong rumors, that her husband, Benjamin Millipede, who she met His on- name's Millipede? <laughs> yeah, Milliped. Millipede? Okay. I think so. M-I-L-L-E-P-I-E-D. How would you say that? I don't care what it is, but we're going Millipede. Yeah, I think it's Millipede or Millipede. Mm. Anyway, so he is cheating- um, and they are going to part ways. And she just found out about this. He was he is a, a ballet dancer and a very good one at that. And they met on Black Swan. But oh. he was with another ballerina at the time. And Natalie Portman snatched him up and got pregnant really quick. I don't know if you remember that. No. But, so anyway, um, I'm just saying, you know, 
<laughs> are you surprised that he cheated on you? Because yeah, he's having an affair. And in addition to that, people saw her attending in Paris uh, a soccer match alone yesterday. Uh, and she looked super happy. Okay. Now, she is out and about saying, screw you. I'm in Paris. I know that she's here and you met her. In France. Well, he is French. Or you think it's sort of like and, a middle uh, finger. You know, yeah, it's like a middle finger. She's like, she she was cheering. She knows all this information is out. Okay. So I don't know how the public found out about her his affair, but... Um, I'm surprised she didn't take his name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could be Natalie Millipede. You guys, am I saying that wrong? We'll know. have to find out. Nat Millipede for short. That's like yeah. two insects. It's, I know. kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that lovely blind item, John. And Mike, thanks for all of your blind items before yes. that. And when we come back, put your boobs on the tubes. We're going to tell you about some TV we're watching when we return right here on My Talk 1071.